If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey cuties, I'm Miles Sexton, a content creator, activist, and loud and proud disruptor of the norm. On our private bits, we talk about the things and people that don't get talked about enough or at all. Trust me, as a sober, HIV-positive, non-binary person, I would know. Join me as I chat with people in my life and from around the world whose stories deserve to be heard. Maybe you'll learn something new and you will definitely LOL. Our Private Bits is also part of the ACAST Creator Network. All right, cuties, today on Our Private Bits, Tyler and I will be talking about how we got engaged. (laughs) Want to say hi, babe? The other participant says hi. (laughs) Who's that? Oh my gosh. I feel like it has been one of those questions that we get asked a lot. I'm like almost getting sick of the story when we're in like public settings and everyone's <laughs> asking us all the time, like, oh, how did you two get engaged? I'm like, yeah, it's only, I only proposed in like November. It's only been like eight <laughs> months and you're already sick of telling the story. Oh my God. You know, it's just like one of those things. It's like I'm saying on repeat now, but it's, it's also really cute. Um, but before we get into how we got engaged, because I know everyone wants to know the kind of behind the scenes of, of that sort of story. Um, I guess like, bef- like for you just in general, is marriage something that's important to you? Uh, well, I was married before. Let's uh, bring that. That's coming out Let's on this bring- podcast. Oh, you already knew that. See, like, yeah, I know that the dog's even unimpressed with my, <laughs> my first time. So I was already married before and I thought uh, for a while after um, it didn't go so well. I always make jokes that basically I'm like Ross from Friends, and now I just need to find a pregnant lesbian. You know, <laughs> like just I've been through it. I got married when I was like 19. It was uh, I won't get into details, but um, it wasn't good, and I had to remove myself from that situation. So by 21, I think, or just before I was 21, I was all like legally divorced and separated and stuff. So I've been through it. You know, let's just uh, get that out right, right quick. Um, but I went through a phase for a while where I didn't want to get married again because okay. of like, um, I'm not going to say it was the headache of being married. I just, um, my parents got divorced and I didn't mm-hmm. want to be part of that statistic. And then I was part of that statistic just from, you know, being young and dumb and making a decision that maybe I shouldn't have made. Um, and I just, 
I didn't want to go through it again. Okay. Um, I felt like I was going to be fine being in a committed relationship and just, I don't need a piece of paper, right? I don't mm-hmm. need a piece of paper to say that I'm married, right? Like that kind of, to fall into that. But um, I just think I, I was never with the right person. Yes. To make me want to get married again and like, you know, have that level of, of commitment and bring the government into our relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get, you know, the, the sign of approval or whatever, but um yeah so then what changed for you to like then because i think you 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 almost proposed to like a few people before me didn't you oh wow i'm basically ross from friends guys like that's i'm telling you right now um i did and uh, you know what let's let's bear it all you can laugh at me that's fine i think for a lot of people in the community let's be real though like as a trans person um i feel like even not as a trans person but let's 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 put it back for a sec of um, finding somebody to be able to share your life with. Right. It's scary yeah, to like think sure. about like spending your life alone. Totally. Um, and then being a trans person, I'm sure there's other trans individuals, non-binary individuals that feel like um, an opportunity doesn't come around very often for somebody who's been open and willing to date, you know, mm-hmm. other trans individuals totally. or non-binary Um so I feel like, you know, you have that moment of like clinging on to something, mm-hmm. even though it's not necessarily what you um, want to be in. Yes. But it's uh, comfortable and familiar and it's going with like, okay, so this is what I I should, you know, this is how I'm going to get my white picket fence and stuff. Totally. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've never proposed to anyone, but I've definitely been in a lot of toxic relationships for that exact same reason of like, I just, I don't know if there's anyone better out there. And I think I didn't, I don't think I respected myself or like loved like, myself uh, enough to know that exactly. like what I deserved, you know? So. It, exactly. And then like, we've had this conversation before where we stay in relationships because the familiarity, that's mm-hmm. what we think we deserve. Yeah. And then the, it's weird when somebody actually shows us actually what we deserve. Well, or, exactly. you know, we're, we're, we're used to like the pain and the trauma and the struggle. And yeah, that's what feels normal. Exactly. You know? And that's, yeah, it's not normal. No. Um, so yeah, I've, I've proposed like a handful of times. Not well, like a couple of times, but like, yeah, just having somebody in your life where you're like, okay, so they're treating me better than my last relationship, mm-hmm. and okay, this is the one, yeah. right? Um, yeah, I'm also like a, I think I, I like a serial monogamist. I feel like, like yeah. I feel like I've just it's before you. I think that was like the biggest break I've taken to literally rethink my life choices. <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, it was the same for me. I feel like it was like strange to be single for almost four years for me it's very uncomfortable learning how to be with just yourself yeah because i very much like went from relationship to relationship yeah and even and and maybe it's not even just like long term but you it's like you always want to be or have that person in your life so uh yeah i'm I'm the same you like i'm a hopeless romantic i and definitely i am also on the same boat but you know I, i think it's like i think it's easier to try to like make someone else make you feel like you're loved versus making yourself feel loved. Oh, of course. As soon as you're by yourself, you have, um, your mind starts wandering. You think about every life choice you've ever made, good or bad. Yeah. You put a lot of your self-worth on other people. Exactly. And you project your self-worth. Yeah. And then, you know, when you're down on yourself and somebody gives you an ounce of, you know, I'm not even gonna say compassion, but being nice. Totally. Being nice in quotation marks yeah right you hang on to that 
Totally. And I think a lot of people in our community can probably agree of just, you know, when you do have go from one, one thing that was so toxic to another thing that's less toxic, but still ha- are showing the exact same behaviors. Exactly. Right. Well, I mean like my toxic trait was like, Oh my God, I'd meet someone that like gave me good dick. And then I would, <laughs> that would be the only thing I was like, you are a horrible person, but you fucked me <laughs> so good. So like, I'm going to be in a relationship with you. Like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> like, why am I with this person? Like, like you can't just be based off of that. No. Like you treat me like garbage. Like I literally had this guy once that I was dating. Like, fuck the sex was fucking amazing. But I, every time I went over to his like condo, he would hand me a wet wipe to clean all the makeup off my face. And I wasn't allowed in his condo with makeup on his face. I stayed with that person for like almost a year. You're <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, you know, the therapy sessions are going well, I hope. Yes. <laughs> but, but I like to say that like from going from a relationship like that yes. to like, our relationship. I I remember when we like made out the first time and I think you wiped your makeup off my nose. I was like, leave it. It's a sign of success. People can get a Coke nose with my ivory shade of foundation. Yeah. Ivory shade of foundation. Okay. <laughs> That's it. But on, on that first part of the question, I feel like we're, we're going at a, a side, going, going really left here. But, but for myself as like well. Like his dick. <laughs> but for myself, I also... You know, like I grew up with parents that were together basically since they were like Your in grade three have or like four. Been together forever. Like Literally. if like if Greece was real you're <laughs> not even it hasn't even go before that like my parents like literally my dad broke my mom's arm i think in like grade four like trying to jump over her on the playground and like my like my parents have like literally been together like since that moment oh, which God, is so know. bananas so crazy. you know but also just like from like, I think another perspective, it also, like, really, like, fucked me up. Because, like, my idea of, like, love and relationships, like, I felt like I needed to, like, marry someone by the time I finished high school. A hundred percent. You know? So, it was, like, it really, like, messed my me up in terms of, like, my relationships because it was just, like, I was just jumping into anything that I felt like. Yeah, that was comfortable. Yeah. That was needed. I mean, but I think that's, like, now, like, our age group is changing the way... Um, everybody looks at relationships. Yes. Like I, I feel like yeah, people are getting married later and later now. Later in life, the priorities are different. You know, instead of having multiple kids by you know your twenties, you're having four dogs. Yes, right. Instead of having the big house, all that, it's you know wanting to live off grid and and affordable living and mm-hmm. enjoying the moment and living for the moment and um doing that. Like I feel like marriage and stuff is like at the back. Yeah, but I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm, uh, you know, but no, totally. But I think for me, like, regardless of like the sort of journey that I've been through, I feel like marriage has always been something that I wanted, even though I really like, I would say like 99.9% try to like reject colonial constructs. And like, I hate, you know, that marriage is very much a, a, a you know, a, a colonial construct. But I think for me, the fact that like marriage only became legal in 2005 in Canada and that there's still only 34 countries in the world that like, you know, gay marriage is like even recognized and is legal. Like there's part of me that like, also it's like, I want to get married as like a part of like a big fuck you, you know, as well, because it's like, I think it's to me, it's like, no, like my rights are as equal as to anyone else. A hundred percent. There's so many people that 
you know, no longer even had the opportunity to to get married or or even alive. And and it's even it's more important now with everything that's going on to uh, this day and age of like all of the bills being introduced to take back mm-hmm. a lot of the rights, take back rights of being able to get married in certain states. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, but I feel like that's like a big reason why I think now I, I really want to get married like on top of the fact that yes I, I love you and I care so much about you but <laughs> you know it's also like a protest for yeah, me yeah, in many fuck ways fuck you I do so. love you but fuck you yeah no yeah. no it's like fuck you to the to society yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so I'm also curious did you like learn anything from like being married before or like is there any like lessons in that you know for you um <laughs> I learned uh, how not to be treated in a marriage. That's for sure. Right. Um, No, I'm going to say like, I was so young that just like my bad life choices and that just, I think clear, like, and just the situation in general just wasn't a good uh, overall experience. Like I Mm. would, I would redo it for sure and not do it the first time. Um, But I think growing um, growing up and like getting older and being in other relationships, like um, there's lessons to be learned in every relationship to be taken away. And I think the biggest takeaway in any relationship is just um, to value your own opinion about yourself of like knowing what you deserve and what you don't like mm-hmm. there's, you know, drawing boundaries and having those boundaries of like, you know, not talking to me a certain way. And, you know, let's be honest, me and you, it's a learning I think we both have been in such shit relationships before this that there's a lot of like past triggers that both of us have. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it's very innocent based that we both do. And it's not like we do it um, maliciously to each other. It's just uh, like the biggest thing is like our tone. Yeah, for sure. We've been in relationships before where uh, people have definitely, you know, have that tone and it's always that tone when talking to you. So even if I get a little frustrated and I have um, a different tone than I normally talk to you, you get very triggered about it because it's just bringing up the past um, issues from before. Right. So like, and vice versa with me. Yeah. I think it's interesting in this relationship that we very much like the things that we need to work on, like as a, like as a couple are like the same, I feel like they're very similar things. Like Mm -hmm. we were definitely triggered by the, by very similar things. Very similar. And like, but that's a huge takeaway. And before, I mean, I'm not going to speak on your behalf, but I feel like you're going to agree anyways, is that like before in any relationship, we wouldn't be able to talk and work through it. It would turn into a massive blowout world war 37 where it, I don't know, most of our, if we do have arguments, I'm going to say it's like, 20 minutes or less and like 15 minutes of that is me being stubborn and needing some time and like going to have a shower and not wanting to talk about it because again like i'm working on you know getting my words together and like using appropriate words with you that doesn't get you even more mad so and then we can have a conversation it's weird being in a relationship where we can actually talk about stuff and it's not a screaming match totally i don't think screaming is productive and you know and i agree it's been a learning i think we've all have to like learn what our communication styles are and our attachment styles are and those things like, you know, you need to give people space and perspectives, you know, like, cause like you said, like you need a moment to sort of like collect your thoughts and like choose your words that you're going to say. 
you know, versus like for me, I'm just like word vomit, you know, I, I want to <laughs> yeah. like talk about it right now. I need to get it over with. Like, I don't want to like linger on, sit it. on it. I just like, I just want us to like talk it out so we can go back to the, the way that things are. Yeah. And I, and you know, and, and I'm not the most patient person. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, not. it's, you know, it was, it's been hard, you know, for me to like, catch myself in those moments to like remember to like respect your boundaries right? totally so. and like me getting better of of actually saying like i need like five minutes like i need to totally like my telltale is like i'm going to take a shower like, yeah i just need to go have some time yeah that's it um i was gonna say something and i forgot but i, I think it, it's like that's one of those things i think I think people like marriage is like one of those things that I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if people should rush into. And I think that like, you no, need to take I, time, you know, to like understand like, what is your reason behind getting married? And like, if those, if those reasons are really stemming from a place of like self-security, then like maybe you're not getting married for the right reason. Yeah, totally. Right? I didn't get married for the right reason for the first time, for sure. Yeah. Any other time that like, you know, I was thinking about proposing to somebody. It was definitely not, not the right time. Like totally. definitely not the things happen for a reason. Right. Um, you know, people might ask us, like we, we've just had our two year anniversary. I proposed. Yeah. People like, are shocked by this. <laughs> yeah. Like just shocked. Just that we just, yeah, I find it a hard time. Like I have, I get, it gives me anxiety, like saying how long that we've been together. hundred percent because judgment for people. Yeah. hundred percent. Like we've literally just celebrated our two years in June um of this year but we've also known each other for like 12 but that's years, what i was gonna say like you know? it, 12 13 years yeah. of like we've had a relationship base already even though it wasn't necessarily intimate or you know partner uh based but there's a lot of like learning and growing and knowing of each other that we already did if that totally. makes sense like yeah, it's like you weren't a stranger to me at all no you're not a stranger in like starting from like square one and yeah. you know my mom always used to be like oh you, you know you got to you got to date a friend or they got to be friends first or you got to be friends, you know, like, and I would always be like, no, nah, I don't want to date any of my friends. Like after I get to know yeah. you, I don't want to, you know, date, but I feel like it's worked. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, so did funny. I just admit that my mom was right? <laughs> Basically. Uh, also like, I don't know if anyone that's listening believes in psychics, but it was really funny. I used to go oh, see yeah. this like psychic and she would literally be like, no, like Miles, like the person that you're going to marry and the person you're going to be with, like they're in your friend circle and like and I'd always be like I have like five friends like who is it which one of them is it you know but it was like so it just like made me laugh because you know Tyler was more in like the outer circle of that sort of friendship group you know so it was just like made me laugh when I find we finally like totally figured it out you know but um but yeah so I guess like you know I think for us even though, yes, it's been two years, I think that we, I don't know, there's just like, I think because we've known each other for so long, it's just like, I I guess within our relationship, I've just felt so out of place where like, Absolutely. I'm ready for like that sort mm -hmm. of like next chapter of my life. Like, I think we both felt that way. Uh, well, I mean, we both felt that way. And it, I get, you also did put um, stipulations of when I could propose <laughs> and uh, how long it had to be. And um, uh, Welcome to the three hour Ted talk of Miles' stipulations in order to get, uh, <laughs> to get engaged. Uh, what's but number I mean, one? They were, they were, they were fair. Miles, like you can't propose. Uh, like we talked about it before, yeah. like even when we were dating because let's be honest when you're dating in your 30s you got to cut out a lot of the bullshit yes. if you're dating somebody if you don't have the right uh or the same values or um uh expectations 
don't waste my time at that point. You know, like, do you want kids? Do you not want kids? Okay. You yeah. know, like, uh, you want to get married? You don't want to get married. Like, let, let's cut the shit of what chicken you'd want at, you know, McDonald's. Totally. Um, and what your favorite food is. Like, I want to know, like, meat and potatoes. Anyways, Miles's stipulations was we, I couldn't propose uh, sooner than one year. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So we couldn't, I couldn't propose more uh, sooner than one year. And then uh, we also had to have a house. Mm-hmm. We also had to have our house before that. So I bided my time. I hoped I didn't get put in back in the friend zone. <laughs> I met the parents. Funny enough, I met. So did that shock you? So I, I act. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I actually asked Miles' parents when I met them the first time. Um, when I met them the first time in Nova Scotia last summer, um, super... Uh, Miles' dad is very like intimidating. Like he's a very big man. And anyways, um, I asked uh, I asked Miles' dad when we were on a walk while he was uh, on his separate entity, looking at not putting up with Miles' crap, basically. Um, that I went over and like I was like, a, you know, hey, I was so nervous, looking at my feet the whole time, and I was like, I really, really love your son, <laughs> and uh, they're my best friend, and I can't imagine my life without them. Um, and while I'm out here, it's probably going to be the only time I see you before, you know, it happens. And I uh, just asked for permission. Your dad gave me a big hug, which shocked me because it doesn't seem like a hugger. Right. <laughs> so he gave me like the biggest like East Coast handshake and then was like, gave me a hug and was like, you know, that makes me really happy because your man's a, your dad's a, a man of few words. Few words, but also is like the epitome of like masculinity. I feel a hundred percent. I was like, ah, this is going to go one of two ways. I also asked your sister while we were there. Uh, well, you went to pick up cheesecake for your mom's birthday, and uh, yeah, then I asked your mom. Ah, uh, it's so cute. I was so shocked when you like told me that after after the fact. I was like, really? I I, I feel like I'm usually like on it, like a hawk, you know. And I was like, uh, there was a lot of rocks around, so I knew you, I knew you were distracted. <laughs> I knew you were distracted. <laughs> oh, look, there's a rock. You and your mom both. Let's go rock picking. Yeah, but I mean. So, like, speaking to you back, I guess, of the control freak that I am, like, I knew that we, like, sort of reached a point where, like, you we know, talked about I, it. yeah, like, we got the house. I was like, you know, okay, like, you know, I, we're, I know that I would, <laughs> yes, like to get engaged in the future and, like, you know, so, but I'm, like, also, like, the worst person to shop for if you have to buy a present or, like, Just, anything. <laughs> I hate people buying me things. Yeah, Miles so. hates everybody buying Miles things. Um, but, 
my biggest concern, we so we went on one of our very first road trips. Yeah. Uh, to Manitoulin Island. Yes. And we were, uh, I don't know, like a couple hours in. Yeah. And, you know, Miles, you wear jewelry. You wear yeah. a lot of rings. Like, you're a big ring person. Totally. And it just, like, crossed my mind. I think we were only dating at this point, like, I don't know, a couple months. Like, maybe <laughs> three or four months. And I was just curious, like, you know, yeah, I loved you. And, like, you know, completely head over heels and stuff. But, like, I, it was a genuine curiosity question as well of um, what kind of ring you would want. Because uh-huh. you're so particular on your jewelry. Yeah. What did you say to me when we were driving? Do you remember? I like freaked out at you. I was like, why? Are you going to like propose to me? I, I like you, literally you had like out. a meltdown. Yeah. But then you said, what else did you say after? Do you remember? I don't remember. Because <laughs> you were like, I literally was just thinking the same thing. It was. Yeah. I, I, we have these moments sometimes where I feel like our wavelengths connect. But yeah, I don't know. But so like, long story short, I, one of my friends, Jonathan Hooper is an amazing jewelry designer. Mm-hmm. And I sort of like told Tyler, I was like, you know, like, I would really love for Jonathan to design the ring that I would wear. And, you know, I, I'm very particular. So, like, you know, I kind of worked with Jonathan, like, prior mm-hmm. to us getting engaged on, like, designing the ring. And I sort of was, like, at one point when I was ready, I kind of, like, told Tyler. I was like, okay, like, I designed the ring with Jonathan. Like, now you can do your part, yeah. you know? So Yeah, basically, Miles designed it. I just had to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pick it up you you knew it was getting made you knew it was getting made yeah uh did you have any inkling of when i was gonna do it honestly no because like jonathan like was, jonathan was, was the best so jonathan good. had my back so hard like that ring had been done for like weeks uh, and like you kept on harassing that I was. poor boy I for to like because i just wanted to see if it was finished like i was still a bit like in the design of the ring i was a bit unsure with like the size of like, yeah. you know, the, like the crystal that was in it. And like, I just, yeah, I was like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I just really wanted to make sure I liked it before I had to, I even to it. like, I even, so I met the first time I even met Jonathan because I was never uh, able to like yeah. get just from work to make any of the dinners that you guys were having. Mm-hmm. So like the first time I met Jonathan was literally in a Starbucks <laughs> down in like, I don't know, Eglinton and, you know, bluer area, so like I think around where he lives or something. Yeah. And literally the first time we met, had a great conversation. Then he uh, showed me your ring. <laughs> <laughs> what and did then you I, think when you saw it and the then first I, time? I loved it. Did you? I did love Why? it. Why? I don't know. He just did such a good job. You showed me what you were like, what you were thinking beforehand, but it looks so good in person. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming home and you also had an event that night. And in my head, I was like, I just have to get home quicker than you. So like, I was like, cause I lied to you of like what I was doing. I said that I had to work late and like, yeah. had like a full on and like that gave me anxiety cause I don't lie to you. And then like, <laughs> I was rushing home to try to get home before you. And you literally pulled in as I was pulling in to our place. And I remember running inside and throwing it in the so- inside of a sock Oh my god! I haven't actually heard this story before, so this oh is kind of funny. The god, first, okay, the first time, literally, <laughs> like r- rushing home, That's so funny. put it in a sock and put it underneath my boxers. Oh my god, I love it! <laughs> I'm so worried that you're gonna see it. Aww. Well, fast forward, we took a trip out to Alberta to go see. Tyler's so we got dad. our house. Yes, we got our house. Took a trip out to see mm-hmm. Tyler's dad, and. Uh, when we got out there, like, you know, we kind of spent some time with his family and mm-hmm. then we like usually take a few days where we go into the mountains and do some hiking and stuff. And hundred percent. So and where did we go? What was the, 
the resort that we stayed at. Uh, Kananaskis Lodge. Oh my God, so beautiful there. Yeah, Kananaskis Lodge is like, just brings back so many memories for me too. Yeah, you had so many childhood memories there. So... That yeah. was good. Anyways, it's in the mountains, in in the middle of absolutely nowhere in Alberta. Yeah, but so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful. so beautiful. Everybody, everybody thinks Banff is great, but Kananaskis is mind-blowing. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And so we, anyway, so like the control freak that I am, you know, had the full itinerary like packed <laughs> of all of the hiking spots and mountains that we needed to climb while I was there. And then, you know, like as we're like leaving to go to Canada, Calgary fashion, 60 centimeters of snow just like dumped everywhere. Overnight. Overnight. And like we did not pack any snow gear. It is I didn't o- even have it snow is, boots. It is literally the last week of October, the first week of November. Yeah, like, like literally what? 60. How did they get snow that early? 60 centimeters of snow. Oh my gosh. So I was having like a meltdown. I was like, our trip is ruined. Like, Miles is very uh, stubborn Aries in the sense <laughs> of when the plans fall apart. It's um oh it's I shut de- down. It's devastating, and then it's like trying to bribe a child with candy that everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> I'm so, just the worry. I like I I you know I like I set these expectations of like what I think something's gonna be, and then when like something out of my control happens, like a fucking snowstorm, it's like, the worst. I get so, you know like my, not my best self. But. Yeah, so it snowed, and like all of the places that we had planned to go hiking, we couldn't get to because the uh, the highway was closed, and um. I already had kind of a spot. So before we went away, I knew I was going to propose on this trap. Mm-hmm. And, I had no idea. Um, I knew I was going to propose because it's exactly how I imagined you wanting uh, to get proposed to. So mm-hmm. uh, just be the two of us kind of remote doing something that we, that we like. I know you don't like big crowds and stuff like that. I mean, I really thought about hiring like, you know, like the flash mob. I think that would have just been hilarious to watch you struggle, but um, I went with the calm serenity, uh, uncontrollable weather moment. I'm glad you chose that, you know, Disney in front of everybody. I would have threw up. (laughs) So I did that. I already had it in my mind. We kind of picked like a hiking spot that we were going to go to uh, together. um, And then we couldn't get to it. So uh, we decided uh, we heard that it was going to snow and I was like, you know, instead of going the next day when it was supposed to snow the most, I was like, let's go the night before um, and I'll bring you to the Kananaskis Lodge. Of, mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time there with my family. It's just really pretty on the yeah. way to Banff. So uh, we did that, kind of had like a spa moment yeah. there and just a really luxurious, you know, resort night. And um, I was so nervous. And then the next day we were on our way out to um, Banff. Uh, to meet my family, my dad and my stepsister and uh, the other family members were coming out there. So, Miles, you found... Uh, well, I was like scrambling on yeah. all trails trying to find somewhere for us to hike that day because I also had to shoot a campaign for one of my yeah. clients. And like, you know, it needed to be shot that day. Like, you know... And it needed to be shot that day. And again, we didn't bring any snow pants, nothing. Nothing. So then I like, I found like one mountain that was like off the main like highway strip Close like, to where we close were. to where we were going. So I was like, okay, like let's do that. We haven't done it before. Like let's let's go up and mm-hmm. do this sort of mountain. But like again, not prepared. So we're like going up <laughs> this mountain. And as soon as we start like the incline up, it's like the snow is like up to our knees. It was so deep. It was so and, deep. And like literally we were in like denim. Oh no, we found snow pants, didn't we? No, that was oh, after. Oh, that was after. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. we went and so spent I was money literally after. in jeans and like an ankle we were high in, like, boot. Joggers. We were in yeah. like <laughs> oh my gosh so. and like the whole day like knowing miles that we were going out there had to shoot a campaign and stuff like always the tripod and video would be out so i was like okay like this is this is perfect like 
it's going to not be obvious. Yeah. So like, we like sneak, sneak attack and like the whole day on my end, like you were getting me to film stuff for you. Yeah. But then like when you were hiking in front of me, I was like also taking my videos uh, to like make the video of like the lead up right? <laughs> eventually like to post. But That's so cute. And but, then, yeah. yeah, so, like, the hike was actually, like, it wasn't too bad. Like, once, it was really once nice. we it was got beautiful. going, it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very beautiful. Yeah, it was just that our ankles were very cold from the <laughs> amount of snow and ice that uh, was forming around uh, them. Correct, but, yes. Um, but, yeah, so then we made it, like, almost to the top of the mountain. Like, literally, we could see it. At See the top, the top of, the mountain. of the mountain, and then there's these like icy boulders in the way, and and pure Aries, you know, stubbornness. Yes. I, first of all, I have the only first aid kit that I had had like three band aids, and uh, um, I don't even know a safety pin in it. Like, the, like unprepared. You know what I mean? <laughs> Legit. Um, and then Miles like, oh, I'm gonna get over the boulders. I'm like, uh, no. Right, right. I was trying like, everything. I was like, there's just like a part of me being like, I just hiked like x amount of kilometers oh to get i know to the top of this mountain and are like, you kidding me like l- i can literally see it miles i'm not gonna make freak- it to the top <laughs> miles was freaking out yelling at me of like of like climbing to the top and I literally i looked at you and i was like i sat down and i was like then go ahead and be the stubborn fucking areas you are go ahead and i'll watch yeah and then i watched you like look up and down the whole time to try to figure it out i'm like are you done <laughs> And then you finally came over and sulked and was like, okay. And then I said to you, I was like, literally five minutes before I'm about to propose, calling you like a like stubborn Aries. But anyways, um, I was like, listen, like there was a little platform down below. We've got content all the way up. Let's just go back to that little ledge. Like it's really pretty out there. You know, you got the view of the other mountain and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, let's just go take whatever else you need to to get. Right. Yeah. I mean, it looks like the top. I mean, nobody's going to know that it wasn't. Right. Exactly. So, um, we went back over there and so I like set up my tripod, you know, like I had to like film the sort of final shot of this like hiking video that I need mm-hmm. to do for one of my clients. And then anyway, so then like whatever we get over and we do like my like silly little like things that we do. And then like next thing I know, I think Tyler fell. So I like go down to catch him, but then I realize he's freaking proposing to me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 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 like making all the freaking noises. The wind is blowing like maximum, like a hundred <laughs> miles an hour. I like can barely see all my hair is like blowing in my face. I can't hear a fucking word Tyler is saying to me, but like all I see is him like holding the ring box in front of me. I take the wrong glove off the wrong hand. <laughs> I am like just like a mess at this point. I was like, oh my God. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so funny the what the day, the weather was so nice all day and literally I proposed and like the wind picked up a hundred percent. Yeah. I had like this whole speech <laughs> Like I was rehearsing it in my head the entire way up, like so nervous the entire way, trying to like conceal it. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't hear a thing. Couldn't couldn't hear a thing. Even on the video, like you can't You just hear my screams. Yeah. And me just, almost just fall the, up the side of the mountain twice. <laughs> just, <laughs> just hear the wind blowing. Uh, yeah. But honestly, it was like so And then perfect. what did we leave at the top? What did we leave on the mountain? I was so frazzled, I left my tripod <laughs> at the top of the mountain. I was like so overwhelmed with the fact that I just got proposed to. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and let's uh, let, wind it up for a second. So I, that whole trip, like miles gets their nails done. Yeah. So miles decides to get, um, mountains painted on their nails. Yeah. In the same color, your ring is yeah. the green and with like a minty green behind it. I was convinced you knew <laughs> I like, I was like, Oh my God, they got their nails done to match the ring. Like they totally know. Like the whole time I even told my dad when we were out there, I'm like, miles knows. I'm like, Miles, they know. I, but I had, I had no idea. Like, the only thing that I saw, like, there was, like, 
we were like looking at something on your phone. You're probably showing me like one of the a million videos that you show me throughout the day that you think are funny. And there was like a text <laughs> message that Jonathan had like sent to you that like came in and it was something like, oh, like Alberta is the perfect spot or it's, it's something like that. Yeah. And I saw it and I it, like, so there was like, part of me was like, mm, like, is it going to happen there? But then I was like, but the ring's not done. So like, I don't know. Like, I just like, I don't know. So I, I kind of like, there was like, a slight suspicion, but like, no, yeah, canceled because, I, I really my, didn't. because Jonathan did me a solid and didn't show you the ring. Exactly. But I also was just like, I, you know, sometimes when I get in like miles, like work mode, I just like completely like blackout. And all I'm thinking about is like how to shoot 100%. a campaign. So like, I, especially that day, I just like did not expect it. Whatsoever. <laughs> Nailed it. <sighs> it was such a good day. It was. I love you. I love you too. Yeah. So friends, I mean, that's how that's how we did it. But I mean, it's been it's been really exciting, and I honestly like you know, since I was like a little person, I just have dreamed about this day that you know I could share you know my life with someone, and you know I think it's it's yeah. I mean, it's, it's a been big, a roller coaster. It has been you know like I think that we both have been through a lot, and you know we've taken a lot of time I think to like work through like our pain and our trauma and you know and I and I just think that this is like such a beautiful and for me anyway this is just such a a beautiful thing that I'm so excited that I get to like celebrate with you and get to share with you and you know I think meeting someone for me that I feel like loves me so authentically and just treats me with such respect you know like that that's something I've never really experienced before. And, and I, and I truly believe that, you know, I think in meeting you, Tyler, that you've made me really believe in like, you know, what a soulmate I think really looks like. And, you know, I, 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 those uh, eight years of being in the friend zone definitely paid off. (laughs) (laughs) I'd do it all again. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think, you know, something that I off, I often asked a lot of people was like, how do you know, like when it's the right person? It's, I feel like that question, a lot of people ask themselves that. Yeah. And, you know, I just, it feels like home when I'm with you and it doesn't matter what we're doing. Yeah. But I also just knew, like there was no doubt in my mind totally. that you weren't the person that I wanted to marry. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people, I think I want to remind them that they should feel that way. If that's something that they, that they want to do. Yeah, it's and like, you know, we talked earlier about like time and how long we've been together and stuff. And like, I truly believe like if you met your soulmate and you know, you have that deep connection that like time really doesn't matter. Like you always hear about those marriages that they've known each other for like, you know, 17 years yeah. and, and got married and only lasted six months. And then you, you hear about people that met on Tinder mm-hmm. and got married after four months and they, you know, they're, happily married going on like 30 years well not long i mean you know i mean tinder's new but you you get my you get my drift no absolutely but i think that's just it i think if you have doubts then you need to work through those doubts before you decide to get married with someone and and that was something like i just i knew i didn't have any i had no no doubt at all that you know you weren't the person that i wanted to do this with so yeah, so we're excited. We're like literally, it's so funny. Like even though that's we're almost coming up on a like a year ago since that happened. It'll be a yeah. year this November. Like we're only just starting to plan our wedding now. Are we, are we going to share the date? I mean, we're looking at like September twenty twenty five. You know, is like <laughs> kind of what we're looking I, at. I made Miles commit to at least a year. Yeah, but I mean, like 
I, there was a lot of construction we needed to do on the house first. So like, I wanted Priorities. to, I wanted to wait. There's no, there's no rush. hundred percent. Totally. And now that I, our, I just want to take our time and I want to do it right, you know, and I think we're, it needs to be what we both want. Not, not rushed into thinking what we want. Agreed. Agreed. But I hope you all enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Cuties on our, you know, very hilarious <laughs> engagement story. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you all for taking the time to listen to us on this episode of Our Private Bits. Be sure to rate and review this episode and our podcast. And yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.